0: Hey there.
1: This is Holly. And Daniel. And you are listening to Halfway Saints. That's right. Thanks for tuning in.
0: I was, I was going to say we're, we're recording earlier, but we ended up recording at the same time as we always do.
1: Sorry. This place is fault, not mine.
0: Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. We recently... Re- so when we got into the habit, um, when it was just Jack, of not starting dinner until after Jack was in bed, mm-hmm. um, because one of us would be putting Jack to bed and the other one could start dinner. Mm-hmm. So when we had Blaze, we kind of just kept doing that. But the bedtime process for both of them got longer and longer, yeah. to where we weren't sitting down to eat dinner until like eight o'clock. And then by the time we're done with dinner and like just relax for a little bit, it's nine o'clock. And it's that's, time pretty, to go to that's bed. pretty close <laughs> to our bedtime. <laughs> so it was just like, it was this week. We were like, I think we went out to eat one night. Mm-hmm. And we, we, like, came home, put the kids to bed, and it was, like, 7.30, and we had all this extra time.
1: It was amazing.
0: And we're like, we, why haven't we just been trying to eat dinner all together earlier?
1: Well, we were, we were talking about it, and we were afraid that Jack would get, get too distracted by us eating and, like, all this stuff, and Blaze yeah. wasn't reliable enough
0: to make it through a whole meal. It was, yeah, totally not reliable. That baby. Four months old. Can't count on for anything. They don't make, they don't help make any of the food. They don't do any dishes. They sit there and cry during dinner.
1: But um, now that he is a little bit better about it and uh, Jack, I I feel like Jack is doing better with eating dinner. I think he does because he he sees that we're eating. Yeah. Yeah. It's more encouraging for Mm -hmm. him. And he's been able to use a spoon. Yeah. Which is very exciting for him. Mm Mm-hmm um
0: we've and we realized that we've been like giving him forks and stuff which he loves to play with better. but spoons in general for a, a little boy are probably a better utensil
1: especially when you can compare it to a backhoe
0: oh yeah he's really into backhoes, <laughs> which are the like uh big digging tractor mm-hmm. things if you're not we have a whole book on them <laughs> but in case you <laughs> earth don't know movers. <laughs> it's called earth movers <laughs> um yeah so he can pretend to be a backhoe and eat all his dinner scoop up the dirt Yeah. That's what he says. Scoop scoop up the the dirt. dirt. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so you've had all this extra time this week. Yeah. It's been wonderful.
1: Except for tonight.
0: Except for tonight. Well.
1: It's just like our old habit. Yeah,
0: I know. But. But we at least ate dinner early. We did. We did. We also, I just, I feel like I want to brag about this. Okay, great. This is a good
1: Good, wonderful, okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? No.
0: <laughs> Never mind. Oh, I get it. I get yeah. your joke. Later on, you'll, you'll see how funny Holly is. <laughs> um, but after three years of living in our house and being freezing in the basement <laughs> and, like, sweating upstairs, because we have two floors and a finished basement, um, so when we have the air conditioner running, it's, like, a freezer.
1: Like Literally we're, a like, freezer. We're, like,
0: we have, like, a cryogenics lab in the basement. <laughs> and then, like... Pretty cold on the second floor, and then the third floor, where all the bedrooms are, is super hot like a sauna. So finally, after being in this house for three years, I had the idea of shutting the vents in the f- bottom two floors, so the air just goes right up to the top floor, and it works. Perfectly. And it works.
1: It works. amazing. Yeah, and we don't have to run the
0: air conditioner as much, and oh, I'm so excited.
1: It's like so great. We don't have to. We don't have to spend the entire summer with no
0: bedsheet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like bed sheets either, but. I know. In general.
1: Guys, I've had to um, deal with, <laughs> <laughs> adapt. adapt, since marrying Daniel, to not having a sheet. We just have a comforter. It,
0: okay. Let's be honest. We're not going to wash that sheet that often anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> might as well just use a comforter. Because it's it never is together, and it's, it's not... No. It's just, I don't do it.
1: I mean, now that I have lived... Th- oh, no, Blaze is waking
0: up. And we're back 24 hours later. <laughs> <laughs> Blaze didn't go back to sleep after he woke up last night, so we had to call it a night. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we're back. He's yeah. asleep, we think. We're hoping. we well, sure he's asleep, but hopefully he's asleep for the night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hopefully he won't wake up and we don't have to pause the podcast again.
0: Yeah. But he's been. Uh, in case you don't have kids, they go through what are called sleep regressions. Like, it seems like every week there's like <laughs> a new sleep regression, which means that they, they've like grown or hit some milestone, and now it actually
1: doesn't mean that they've regressed at all. It no, means that they've progressed. They've pro-
0: <laughs> but their sleep regresses because yeah. they can move their hands, and so then they're too excited to sleep. Yeah, pretty much that's what it is. Like they're I timed mean, with like those milestones.
1: Yeah. Right now, apparently, like they've found their feet Mm hmm and he understands what is around him so if he falls asleep doing one thing he wakes up not doing it he's like what the heck
0: and he says that which is weird
1: (laughs) (laughs) so um we're working around it yeah but we're getting a little less sleep these days Mm -hmm. which is fine
0: yeah it's part of parenting been good boys are growing up so what happens Mm -hmm.
1: it also makes you really
0: love sleep (laughs) yes I don't know about you I've loved sleep for a long
1: time I know but I kind of love the feeling of being like oh I get to go to bed now
0: Uh, it's kind of like remember when you're in uh, like you're younger in middle school or high school and you wake up and there's either a two hour delay is pretty awesome Mm. to go back to sleep but if you wake up and you realize oh I still have another hour before I have to get up the feeling of going back to sleep is so much better than initially going to sleep I think
1: definitely true I don't know why that has to be only in middle school or high school. That happened to me in my adult years. Too.
0: <laughs> you had two hour delays in your adult no, year?
1: No, but like sometimes I'd wake up at three and be like, oh, uh. it's not the first the time. It's not break. first light yet. <laughs> That's really what I was thinking.
0: <laughs> I'm so lame. Oh, <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, but, but speaking of our boys growing up. Last yes. weekend, Jack celebrated his second birthday.
1: His second birthday. Mm-hmm. Only comes around once.
0: Yeah, and... most times.
1: <laughs> I had to miss it. Holly... Guys, I had to miss it.
0: Yeah, Holly woke up feeling really sick.
1: I had a terrible stomach bug the entire day.
0: <sighs> it was it was really bad.
1: It was really bad. And so I had to miss... I was literally just in the bed with Blaze all day long. And I didn't get to go to Jack's birthday party. Yeah,
0: which means I was responsible for executing the birthday party. (laughs) I think it went all right.
1: It went fine. It was just an easy picnic at the park. You didn't have too hard of a job. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. I was homesick all day, missing a milestone (laughs) of our child's life.
0: I I believe what you're trying to say is thank you for rising (laughs) to the occasion.
1: And also it was Father's Day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then at, it was very nice. For my Father's Day gift, Holly uh, gave me her illness. Oh. And I was sick the next day. But it was not as bad as Holly, which is typical. Whenever we're, we're both sick, she gets mm-hmm. it worse than I do.
1: Nano says that I have, like, the digestion of, like, a... What do you say?
0: I always, well, because you always have these, like, weird digestive issues <laughs> or, like, your nose gets stuffy really quickly. So I always joke that her family is descended from, like, one really sickly person, like... <laughs> 10,000 years ago, who shouldn't have made it. <laughs> and somehow... Should they, have been weeded out a long should have time been weeded ago. Out. That caveman, someone took pity on them and that's, helped them.
1: Us persistent sextons, we mm-hmm. made it through.
0: That's her maiden name. Yeah, Sexton. Name. It's also a noun, so you have to...
1: Yeah, it wasn't like a bellboy, bell something.
0: Bellboy? Bell first ones. on, what is a bellboy? <laughs> the person who rings the church bells. No, it's called a hunchback. Oh, <laughs> right. No, that's just... I know. Um... A sextant's, like someone I think who tended the like physical church, like the groundskeeper, like the
1: bells. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and a sextant helped sailors.
1: That's great. What What does a, that mean? It, it,
0: a sextant was like a navigational tool to help them determine oh where God. they were. In You're to
1: such start. a nerd. Nobody knows that.
0: Everyone. Hey, everyone knows that. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
1: yeah but, but we're all
0: we're all healthy jack's doing great Everyone's jack didn't great. know the difference he didn't care that i missed no. his birthday he actually said i'm glad mommy's not here no he did no not. he did not
1: but one of my friends texted me and was like miss you don't worry there will be other birthdays and i was like doing fine but I, when i got that i was like oh no <laughs> there's not gonna be another second birthday no. like this is the only second birthday
0: yeah But it's fine. Blaze will have a second birthday. We'll make... We'll fake pictures. We'll have a party next weekend, and he won't know the difference. He's already had two birthday parties this year.
1: He did. It's true. we
0: had one when we went back home to North Carolina. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway. That's enough about our Yeah. Our banter has officially lasted 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Uh, Anyway, so recently... I thought it was a recent thing, but then I looked it up, and it was from, like, three years ago, but... I saw um, this list, and it's on a website called St. Peter's List, which, if you're Catholic and you're a fan of listicles,
1: that's Daniel Gerton right there for you. What are you trying to say? You love you're Catholic and you love lists.
0: Well, that's why I like the website. I know. But it's um, seven. It's from Saint Jose Maria Escriva, who I've mentioned before. Is um, I've been the founder of Opus Dei, who I've been reading recently, and who has uh, had a lot of really good things to say. To me in my life.
1: Is today his feast day?
0: Yesterday was his feast day. Oh, so we shoot. tried to rec- we recorded four minutes of <laughs> this podcast on his feast Dang day. It. It's okay. He's still praying for us. Please. Hey. Hey. It's not his fault. Just kidding. Um, but this article was seven from St. Jose Maria's 17 signs um, of a lack of humility. And we just, there's a lot. There's 17. Bear with us. We wanted to read through them because I was reading through this list and each one was like, like a, oh. little, like a little dagger, like, oh, I do that. Shoot. <laughs> so we're going to read these through. And every time you hear one that you do, take a shot. Just kidding. Don't um, do that. You'd be drunk, but <laughs> very quickly.
1: Um, can we switch off? Oh, boy. That's so fun. <laughs> I knew Come you were going to want to do Come on, on, let's do it. Okay.
0: Um, let's read the ones that we do. We're guilty of. No, I would read all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll so, switch off. So, okay, Teamwork. here's a plan. <laughs> all right. Number one. Uh, thinking that what you do or say is better than what others do or say two always
1: wanting to get your own way
0: three arguing when you are not right or when you are insisting stubbornly or with bad manners
1: four giving your opinion without being asked for it when charity does not demand you to do so
0: five despising the point of view of others
1: six not being aware that all the gifts and qualities you have are on
0: loan Seven, not acknowledging that you are unworthy of all honor or esteem, even the ground you are treading on or the things you own.
1: Eight, mentioning yourself as an example in conversation.
0: Nine, speaking badly about yourself so that they may form a good opinion of you or contradict you. I don't think St. Josemaria would have liked Facebook because there's a lot of that. (laughs) Oh, no,
1: definitely not. Ten, making excuses when rebuked.
0: Eleven, hiding some humiliating faults from your... From your spiritual director, so that he may not lose the good opinion he has of you.
1: 12. Hearing praise with satisfaction, or being glad that others have spoken well of you.
0: 13. Being hurt that others are held in greater esteem than
1: you. 14. I lost our place. <laughs> 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 Refusing to carry out menial tasks.
0: 15. Seeking or wanting to be singled out.
1: 16. Letting drop words of self praise and conversation or words that might show your honesty your wit or skill your professional prestige dot dot dot
0: (laughs) etc uh 17 being ashamed of not having certain possessions
1: saint jose maria pray for us (laughs) (laughs) um
0: so yeah i think just going through these it's almost like here's a list of all the bad things you do that you don't realize not bad a lack of humility
1: what I thought was interesting is that I didn't, I wouldn't necessarily attach all of those things to being hum humble, humil,
0: hum- <laughs> humilitous. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But to being humble, you know, like, um, what was the one? Refusing to carry out menial tasks. Yeah. Like, how does that? Because you, you like you feel you're you're like above you're it. above it. Yeah,
0: I'm not gonna file those papers. Someone else, that's someone down else's down job. To do that, yeah, yeah, that's a lack of humility. Yeah, and it really is. And yeah. I think humility is one of those virtues. It's super difficult, but it's essential.
1: It is. It,
0: you can't like.
1: Well, because you essentially start uh, treating yourself as a God. Yeah. So if you are not humble, you're saying I'm better than God. And God, the Lord is always telling us to humble ourselves and be small and the be beatitudes, Those beatitudes.
0: <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to make a point here. Even saying hum- no, <laughs> even saying humble, I think thinking of humility as humbleness is is incorrect and not helpful. <laughs> no, no, it's
1: fine. Is is humility not the word from humble? Not a word from
0: humble. I, I think as they're used today, I feel like humble is different. It's not. I wouldn't. If you say humble, I do not think the average person would, in their mind, think of the virtue of humility. Because humble, it's almost like I'm something you do for yourself. Like, oh, I'm going to be humble and not mention this.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: it becomes a sort of bland word. Humble humble and kind. I know. I don't know if there's a lot of fans of country music, but Tim McGraw has a song out now called Humble and Kind.
1: It's and It's so it's, lame. It's so lame. It's
0: almost like the Manor song. <laughs> like, literally, there's a line that's like, always say please and thank you. Like, I mean, and the on. chorus is always be humble and, cl- and kind. It's really bad. But no, the humble, like, we think of people being humble, like, oh, he's so humble. Yeah. I'm just trying, like, a humble brag. Yeah. Like, that, it humbleness is something we do, whereas humility is kind of external. Like, I feel like humiliation is more in line with the virtue of humility than humble. I get that. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's actually a quote in The Way, which is a book by St. Jose Maria. Uh, Let me find it. And the way it's like a collection of little snippets from like writings and conversations he's had. So it's kind of funny because some of them, they're like taken out of context. He's like from letters. Mm -hmm. So he'd be reading and then all of a sudden come across one. It's like, remember, you're a trash can. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a little asterisk. meaning like he was, this is part of a larger discourse. But
1: I see this one. It says, you proud about what?
0: (laughs) 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 Sorry, Um, that's not the one you wanted to say. Yeah, thank you. The uh, quote I wanted to say is you're not humble when you humble yourself but when you're humbled by others and you bear it for Christ. I think that yeah. is what I'm getting at. Yeah, that yeah. like, Humble to me is like humbling yourself or thinking I need to be humble. And when used correctly in the like actual definition of it, I'm sure it's fine, but the way the world considers someone who's humble, it's almost like oh, that person who lets us brag about him. That's someone who's humble and he doesn't do it mm-hmm. himself.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that it's like letting things humble you, right, um, or humiliate you rather. Mm-hmm. I mean, use yeah. the correct vocabulary here, but um, that you put yourself into the situations to become humiliated, mm-hmm. like you uh, make yourself susceptible to, to humiliation, humiliation. Mm-hmm.
0: and also that you bear it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, the for thing
1: Christ. That,
0: mm-hmm. And that's one thing that's really struck me is that I've, you know, in reading this list and thinking about it. I'm fine with, like, large-scale humility. Like, I'm fine with being humiliated for Jesus. Mm -hmm. But, like, on the small scale, like, the menial task things, I'm not, like, I don't want to be humiliated by these people who I don't think I'm below, you know? Yeah. So, like, if someone, a coworker or a boss is like, can you do this? Or, Or someone who's just, like, you don't like dealing with them, and you think, I shouldn't have to put up with this person. But if you're really practicing humility, you're willing to bear that. So in my mind, I'm always like, oh yeah, humility. I can be humble or show humility in all of these ways that explicitly express my faith and are, Mm -hmm. you know, like a defense of my faith. But in these small things, like, oh, that's not my job. I'm not doing it. I have a really hard time like letting that go. Or being like, this person, you know, doesn't know as much about this as I do. And they're telling me to do this thing. And I don't think it's the right thing to do, but I'm still going to do it because I'm showing humility and they're my superior. You know, like those kind of things kind of, that's where I need help. Because <laughs> you forget that the the Christian life isn't just the Christian parts of it. You yeah. know, it's your entire life. Yeah. And that's what St. Jose Marie always talks about is, you know, your whole life should be pursuit of holiness, not just in a church, in adoration, at Mass, it's the whole life, Every, all those little tiny things you kind of consider your profane life are actually part of your sacred life.
1: Right. Because, I mean, your whole life is sacred. Mm-hmm. But it's those times whenever you, um, there's like little sufferings, those things that you like, take on to say, yes, I will bear that for Christ. It's just that whole like offering it up for Him mm-hmm. that I've really uh, latched onto a lot with the, since converting. Mm-hmm. I always talk about it
0: yeah, all the time,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, I struggle so much. And I was telling you about it out like on Friday, I'm so irritated. We cloth diaper, which is great. We save so much money. It's the only way reason why, or that's one of the major of the reasons, reasons yeah. why we do it. We save like $1,500 a year or something crazy like that, which I love, but they leak. We bought this c- crappy brand instead of doing like good research.
0: We brought, okay. It's
1: my fault. <laughs> okay, it's my fault. I'm being humiliated. No,
0: we we went with ones that we thought would last longer and be able to grow with the babies. Yeah. No, I'm we, talking about the first. I know, I know. I don't think we were totally uninformed when we bought those.
1: We were uninformed, but I could have bought better ones. Okay. Ugh, but I bought these ones. We did our entire thing with them. Like all this one brand, one kind and they didn't work very well. And so then we tried to get another kind and then they don't work. And then we got one more kind and they still keep messing up. And I'm so irritated. I just don't want to deal with leaking diapers anymore. Um, and I, like every time that there's a leak, I have to change his whole outfit, both of their whole outfits if they leak, whatever.
0: There's some leak issues. There's some I don't leak know if you got, issues. if you understood that.
1: And it, it, it's like the last thing I want to deal with on a day when they're both being frustrating or if I'm having little patience. It's just like, and I also have to deal with leaky diapers. Ah, ah <laughs> drives me nuts. And those are the menial things that like, it's just changing one more diaper. Like, I just need to do it. I should be grateful that I don't have to buy diapers and that we have this system in, in, in place. To, <laughs> to save us money and to keep our babies' butts
0: clean. <laughs> That's priority number one. <laughs> that, that should be a bumper sticker. <laughs> keep your butts clean. <laughs> um, I thought you were because I remember you, uh, I'm, I'm going to throw you under the bus here. Oh, man. No. You, it's okay. I th- what it's... I thought you were going to say is you texted me, like, recently, like, last week or so, and said, like, something like, we didn't pay all this money for these diapers to leak.
1: I did. I said the, almost those exact <laughs> words. I said it, we wasted all of our money on this <laughs> stupid thing. But I that think.
0: idea of, like, I'm entitled to this outcome because I did something. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, like, it's, a little, it's not a, an exact uh, analogy because they're diapers. But, like, feeling like you're entitled to something. Like, I paid the money for this. I should have this experience.
1: Well, that's what I'm feeling with these diapers. It, <laughs> okay, it,
0: it, I, I know.
1: I'm like, I should not have to deal with this. I have already struggled this This many times today, and this has already gone wrong, why, like, why do I deserve to deal with this too? Right. I've, or, or like, today's been going so well, why would this have to happen? You know, I I just don't think that I deserve to deal with leaky diapers. And no, Holly, you are not that great that you are above dirty diapers. Yeah. You're not. No. You're going to have to change the outfit and their diaper, and you're going to have to live with that. (laughs) It's something that I struggle with every day.
0: (laughs) Specifically the diapers. Stupid diapers. Well, I think about, uh, I think uh, thinking of it as humiliation, like what happens when you're humiliated? Everyone sees how small you are. Like, Mm -hmm. you peed your pants and you're in seventh grade. Yep. Not that that happened. Sure, (laughs) Daniel. Not in seventh grade. I can I'm, I remember the last time I peed my pants. I was was walking home from drama camp. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I couldn't get uh, the keys in the door of my mom's apartment quick enough and I remember I was trying so hard and it just turned and it was like she lived in this apartment it was like a, uh older house that was split into apartments and I, <laughs> I couldn't get the key and I had to pee so bad and I remember it started so I just like and it was like on the porch like ran back down on the porch like onto the ground and I remember just being like disgusted with myself oh no because I couldn't... It was, I couldn't... It was like an old house and they have old keys. Oh, babe, be so it's bad. Okay. It's okay. Ruin my cargo shorts. <laughs> 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 but no, like, those are the kind of... Like, when you're humiliated, you're shown how small you are. And yeah. not that, like... Not that, like, God wants us to feel small or unvalued or not valued, but it's... We need to remember how great a gift we have in Jesus that we that we
1: are so undeserving
0: right we are we are small and insignificant but we are made into something great through Christ through Christ so based on our own merits we're small and insignificant but with Christ we you know we're promised um everything divine sonship with Mm -hmm. Jesus
1: which is literally everything yeah just how uh undeserving we are is so a just to remember how grateful we should be mm-hmm. as well. like I feel like whenever you okay, it's like that, okay, sorry. <laughs> the podcast we did a couple of times ago about the opposites of virtues.
0: Oh, like balance.
1: yeah, the balance. So with humility, the opposite would be pride right yeah question
0: (laughs) um humility yeah uh, humility and pride would be opposites yeah
1: so pride leads you to um think that you deserve and that you um have a right to Mm -hmm. this and there is no way in hell (laughs) i don't (laughs) know if you heard that
0: (laughs) we're gonna have to put a little e next to our podcast you made it explicit fine
1: um, that we deserve the sun, divi- divine sonship that you just said.
0: Divine sonships. That's.
1: I got all flustered because <laughs> I said a cuss word.
0: No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. We do not deserve to be co-heirs with Christ.
1: Not at all. And I think to that presume
0: that is it's. I mean, there's a lot of theologians and scriptural scholars who talk about like the original sin of Adam being pride mm-hmm. and wanting what God has. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, going real quick. I wouldn't say humility and pride are opposites. I would say not having humility would lead to pride, but like having no um, self-value at all would be like the the other end of that pride, wherein humility would be in between. You know?
1: Oh, right, 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 right. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Um, one thing that
0: I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Holly's notes are like a little further down the desk. So whenever she looks at him, she like turns her whole head sideways, and <laughs> <laughs> looks, back, looks back over her shoulder. It's almost
1: like they're upside down. But, um, one thing that I was reflecting on whenever we discussed that we wanted to talk about humility, is it, is it okay that I bring this up? You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. I'm going to tentatively agree with it. <laughs>
1: um, is that one of the. One of my biggest things that I deal with in my relationship with God is that literally every experience that I have, instead of just reflecting on it and having like an internal dialogue with Christ or an internal experience with Christ or anything on my own. Instead, my first reaction, if anything ever happens, whatever, is to tell someone else about it, is Mm -hmm. to share my experience. Which sounds, that sounds really nice. But no, like, I need to have a personal relationship with God. And I always am putting other people in the way. So instead of opening myself up to, like, a dialogue with Christ, I immediately close it off and be like, what would Daniel think about whenever I told him that this is happening? Or what would, I can't wait to tell this person about this experience that I'm having because they would relate to that. Which, like, sure, there's some good good in there. But if that's literally every single experience that I'm having... I never have a personal, I'm never having like a personal encounter with Christ. I'm always having other people within it. And there was, oh shoot, I don't have it with me obviously. (laughs) Um, In the story of the soul by uh, St. Therese, she says something along the lines of like, something loses its beauty when it's spoken of out of the mouth Mm -hmm. or something like that. And um, I think that, I need to remember that a lot, and I have confessed this a lot, and I've worked with a spiritual director on it, and I cannot figure out why, I literally cannot keep my experiences to myself. And it's very frustrating, but I think that it comes from a place of, um, uh, pride's not the right word, but a lack of humility. Right, And, and I wanted to, it to like... for people to to talk to me about my experience be like, oh wow, that's a really cool experience that Holly had. Holly's so cool, because she had this experience, or the Lord spoke to her in this way or she had this insight
0: in some way could also be a desire for validation. Like
1: totally is (laughs) no (laughs) doubt about that. We've
0: just had a breakthrough, (laughs) but no, I think it could all, you know, stems from a lack of humility in that. Like I want other people to know what I'm, what I'm doing and Mm -hmm. what I'm doing well.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's, yeah. And it's humility is very difficult. That's kind of, that's going to be our refrain. Um, because I think one of the – well, in, in your sense, we want to be relational. We want to um, share our experiences with others. But I think sort of the, the path of true humility would be waiting for someone to ask that of you. Right. Like your primary objective in conversing with someone is kind of like inquiring about them. You right. know, Like being present to them, mm-hmm. not like, hey, here are my problems. You know, exactly. and there's a, there's a time and place with your spiritual director. If you're seeking advice to say, Hey, I have this issue. Could you help mm-hmm. me with it? But if it's, you just want to tell someone how, how great you are, like, it could be like, if you want to share good news, Like right. that's different from saying it's, it's your, it's all your intention. Right. So if you're saying this so that they will be like, Oh wow, that's pretty cool. She's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, then that's not coming from a place of humility. No.
1: And it's like, just today I was at a park with a friend. And our kids, and um, I left the park and was like, crap, all I did the whole time was talk about myself. I didn't yeah. ask her any questions about her, about how, like, how her life is going. I just, like, oh, she said one thing of, that I could somewhat timely, timely, that's not a word. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, relate to, or relate to myself. So I did it, and then went on this huge Holly tangent. Mm. Oh, Daniel... Dana makes fun of me a lot because I have Holly Parade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a little parade, just her. <laughs> just,
1: just, just Holly going down the road. Yay, Holly. <laughs> What's that thing from Tina Fey on 30 Rock? Oh, when...
0: high five and a million angels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> high five and a million
1: angels. But um, yeah, every now and then I want I want more praise than I'm given. And Dana always says, well, what time does it start? What the holly parade. Ah man. Did it again.
0: I do it in a kind and loving it's it's loving correction. In the Daniel way. Patent pending, kind and humble and kind. Oh no. (laughs) Um yeah, if you ever want to make yourself feel bad, think of like how many times you try to relate something to yourself or bring up I'm I I do this all the time and it's terrible. Like in the conversation I'm just waiting for a point to interject what I wanted to say. And it's not you know that's not what conversation should be. It shouldn't be a wish to rage yourself up, mm-hmm. you know, it's tough. I think it's especially tough because especially, you know, with your job and school, like our world is very much inclined toward people selling themselves, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I don't think this always comes from a bad place. Like I said, there could be a desire for like validation, you know, yeah. but that, that should be, um,
1: well, you should get this your be, validation from Christ. Right.
0: So yeah, so there are so if someone talks about themselves don't think they're just terrible. Like there might be no. something else. And cuz you all your first it should always be what can I do to help them? You know, right. so if someone's always talking about themselves, that's an opportunity for you to kind of reach out, to listen to them cuz mm-hmm. they need that and help them. But that's kind of a tangent. Holly tangent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but especially with work, you're kind of always and this is something I've been struggling with. You kind of want your, what's your worth? You know, mm-hmm. like oh, I should be doing this. I shouldn't have to do this. I'm more qualified than what this job asks of me, and it's like to get ahead in the business world, you kind of have to sell yourself. Mm-hmm. Like humility would not serve you well if you wanted to like move up through the ranks. No, no. Um, and it's it's just very difficult. And I've mentioned this before. Um, that it's something I find myself thinking and then like kicking myself like. We're ne- like, as Christians, we're never going to get to like, quote unquote, win on this world's terms. Yeah. Like you're never going to like get to heaven and be like, see, I told you. Cause that, oh, you know, once man. you're in heaven, that.
1: Yeah, that's that has been
0: burned away. Yeah. That, that <laughs> selfishness and that pride is burned away. So you're never going to get to see those people and say like, oh, see how I was right about everything. Mm. And that's something that bothers me a little bit. <laughs> oh no. Cause yeah. Oh yeah. I like to, I like to be right. And for people to know I'm right. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, <laughs> I'm Thank just you. kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: Um, but that, yeah, that's a lack of humility. Because really, what is it? Unless it's something that's potentially harmful, what's, what do I gain by proving someone wrong? Nothing. Personally, me, what do I gain? Nothing. There's no cosmic scoreboard. No. Well, actually, there is, and it's recording the opposite things. How many times have I
1: Yeah. go? mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, you lose a point whenever you win the argument. Oh, man, this yeah. is making me <laughs> Oh, boy. I'm, like, itching my neck. And, uh, yikes. <laughs> Doing the old collar pull. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but, so let's bring it back to Jesus. Okay. Um. That's always a good idea. Yeah, but just think of, because if we're struggling with something, our model is always Christ. Like, mm-hmm. he shows us how we should live. And so he's being god is the paradigm of humility um and just there's so many parts of his life that show his willingness to be humiliated just the incarnation like yeah here's the creator of the universe and he's allowing himself to be born to you know in an animal stall mm-hmm. poor like that's not where he should be you
1: yeah, know he should be coming on flaming thrones with crowns.
0: On. <laughs> I'm just seeing. Hold no. on. Flaming thrones no. with crowns on his head. Multiple
1: crowns. <laughs> and um, I'm just envisioning thrones with um, like, airbrush like, flames like, coming up.
0: Like chairs on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Why were they on fire? You guys are going so
1: fast. From heaven. <laughs>
0: You know oh when the goodness. astronauts? Come yeah, yeah, I know. When they <laughs> break through the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, that. Objectively, that's the most proper way for the incarnation to have happened. But <laughs> <That> <laughs> Holly's is tickled so, herself. <laughs> I such a
1: good vision of what this is. He <laughs> really should have come that way. Uh,
0: but he didn't. No. He, came, he he came as a small. Um, Vulnerable child. Like, babies are very vulnerable. Lots of things can happen to them.
1: Who needed, like, to, to be fed by Mary. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I feel like that's when personally experiencing it. Um, one of the most...
0: Uh, you can say humbling. It's fun. Humbling
1: <laughs> It's so hard not to. I know, I know. My
0: point wasn't that I know, you shouldn't I use know. humble, but, like, the way we think it's of it. It's a humble. different... Yeah. I get
1: it. Um, but such a humbling experience, like... To see the baby and how in need they are of the mother, mm-hmm. and for Jesus to be that in need of Mary,
0: it just boggles my through, mind. Through you know, through us, through His own doing. It's not right. yeah, like He He did this. You know, He was willing to do this for us.
1: And then in the Eucharist.
0: Well, yeah. Well, before the uh, oh, the sorry
1: <laughs> jumping ahead.
0: But the allowing Himself to be baptized by John the Baptist, the allowing Himself to be killed. And crucified you go
1: through the trial like oh.
0: yeah like i didn't realize um like i was listening to a book an audio book about the history of the city of jerusalem like there were lots and lots of people were crucified it wasn't like it would almost be like uh, lethal injection today you know mm-hmm. or hanging mm-hmm. 100 years ago like it wasn't a extraordinary event by any means so it's like a very common way for criminals to be put to death it wasn't like he was killed in battle or anything kind of like heroic no it was just like just one of a thousand you know just that year or criminal. something like that yeah and just taking on a body that could die like he I just know
1: he could have gotten a cold
0: <laughs> that's a terrible way to go
1: <laughs> no, not to die that way Oh, but like to put himself in a human body is susceptible mm-hmm. to
0: well, I mean, look at the things he did indoors. He was whipped and spat upon, and I'm
1: not just I'm talking about his whole life. Okay, just the fact that he was a human body—that's <laughs> humiliating.
0: Yeah, and his cre- death. And he, something I thought of the other day is Jesus is always depicted with like you know like the strategically placed loin cloth or like yeah. a swath of fabric. He was probably naked. On oh, the cross he
1: was. Yeah, he was naked. Because
0: they take his his clothing. I know. So like,
1: I said he, that to you one time. I said, why do they always have a cloth there? They should have him naked. And it would be a little inappropriate. (laughs) It would. I guess. But, um, because it's more realistic. I mean, that's, that's more real and more, um, and there was a, a crucifix that I saw that had like actual, like real blood on it. Not Mm -hmm. real blood, but drawn Painted blood. Painted blood more realistically, like covering his whole body. Mm -hmm. And it was disgusting, but that's. It moved me. Yeah. I think actually we actually talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, I think we did. But it moved me because it was more realistic. To, is that, Sorry,
0: tangent. Yeah, that's fine. But that's, yeah, that's like total humiliation. Right. And then even in the Eucharist, like, God does this to so that he can give himself to us without thinking of, like, the risk of the Eucharist being desecrated or profaned, like, he knew all that could happen, mm-hmm. but he was still willing to, to allow himself to be made present in this like very plain thing mm-hmm. that we can receive. Like that's almost a human humili- like, if, like the creator of the universe, looks like bread. You know, that's almost a step down from looking like a human. Or it's definitely. A oh step my down. gosh! Wait. I guess step. we are above bread but <laughs> <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, and to like, know that you know people who don't believe in the real presence would mock that you know, know, and mock him. And there've been all kinds of crazy things lately with, um, wasn't there some artist who made yeah. sculpture out of consecrated hosts or something, or stole one to use in... and, yeah. I forget what it was exactly, but yeah.
1: And there have been the black masses. And... Yeah,
0: those kind of things yeah. that like, but Jesus is, there's no limit to how much he's willing to humiliate himself for us mm-hmm. and for our salvation. Um, it, you know, and ultimately by allowing us to be co heirs with him. And that's one thing that St. Jose Maria talks about a lot is divine sonship. That, like, he's willing to, like, bring us on and say, like, yeah, you can come be part of this. And, and we're not, not worthy whatsoever. Not at all. Not even, like, the greatest saints are worthy of what Jesus offers, but he gives it to us anyway.
1: If we but love him and um, unite ourselves with him, mm-hmm. it's so-, so. that's
0: yeah. That's what humility helps you do. It Think helps less you of yourself.
1: How- reading, I'm reading a story of a soul for the second time right now, and Saint Therese is just so humble. She always is like, not by any merit of my own, but the Lord bestowed this upon me, like the Lord bestowed um, the desire to save hearts for Christ. And so I like fervently went after that, just that she like gave literally everything she had to the Lord and that everything was from the Lord and everything is for the Lord. And she completely put herself second in Mm -hmm. every single way that I'm just like, man. And every night before I go to bed, I pray, Tomorrow will be better. <laughs> I'll be better tomorrow. I'll be way better tomorrow. I'm going to try. I'm going to remember this. Holly comes second. The Lord comes first. Like, remember, remember, remember. And then, like, the first thing happens in the morning, and I complete, it's all gone to
0: waste. Well, and the thing is, why, what, why it's important to be aware of this is not that you're going to instantly be the most humble person in the mm-hmm. world, um, but to just to be aware of it and strive for it mm-hmm. and to ask forgiveness when you fail. And I think it's, I think San Jose Maria is great because he gives you sort of practical ways to do that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this week, when you have conversations, don't try to inject yourself into them. Yeah. Like, just be there to listen. And it's through practicing those things that you cultivate virtue. Mm-hmm. And it's a conscious thing. And that's one thing that I think people kind of gloss over is that it's not, you're not just, oh, you prayed enough, so now you, have humility like it's Mm -hmm. it's practicing it daily
1: yeah and it doesn't just just praying for it doesn't make it like magically happen you have to you have to seek it you have to
0: and you have to do it you have to like consciously do it exactly Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. so i've got a lot to work on
0: we all have a lot to work on
1: holly parades need to be
0: canceled (laughs) for the unless someone else wants to throw them and then you politely decline them oh right oh no i can never i could never
1: (laughs) thank you so much
0: but the you know, the flip side of that is recognizing the merits, or not merits, of being there to love and support others. Because, you know, in a perfect system, we're all not exalting ourselves. So it takes other people's thing to, to kind of cheer us on. You know, does that make sense? Oh, well, because that's what it's
1: supposed to. We need to work in harmony with each other. Mm-hmm. Like we are designed to be humble creatures. But. If we are all humble, then we should be all lifting each other, each other up, up at the same time. So there's like a
0: and it requires trust. So like how I would think that would work in a marriage is I'm not gonna toot my own horn, or I'm not gonna say you know I did all I did this, this, and this so that you could have free time. Mm-hmm. So it's on the other person to to show that that's record that's uh, to seen, recognize it. Yeah, to mm-hmm. recognize it, saying hey, I really appreciate you stayed up late to do dishes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. No, it's fine. Don't worry
0: about it. It's nothing. But really, though, like, I think that there's a real complementarity between, especially with, and then it's true of every relationship but with spouses. I think it's especially easy to see how those can work together. You're not going to exalt yourself, but I'm going to remind you that how beautiful and that you're a child of God and how well you love the Lord and how that inspires others. So, mm-hmm. both.
1: Both and. <laughs> yeah that's all i got
0: that's it always be humble and kind Oh my gosh! <laughs> and go to the bathroom before you walk home from drama camp
1: <laughs> and don't wear cargo
0: shorts carry There's a lot cage. of things I in know, there got the carry, your, carry your game boy in one pocket <laughs> your worm light in the other one
1: <laughs> what's a worm light
0: it, it was like plug into the side of the oh game yeah, boy, I so you could see. yeah i had one I,
1: don't know. I didn't know it was called worm light
0: i mean you might have had an off-brand Oh snake <laughs> light <Yikes. laughs> um, but yeah thank you for listening everyone yeah we um if you have any questions or comments or suggestions or feedback or just anything or just want to say hi uh, please email us at halfway saints podcast at gmail.com follow us on Twitter at halfway underscore saints
1: like us on Facebook
0: and pray for us
1: and pray for us and if you feel so inclined you can um you can lift us up in a review on iTunes. <laughs> I
0: don't know what that means. Oh, you can. Yes.
1: Yes. We will be. We're,
0: we're way too humble to mm-hmm. give ourselves reviews. Mm-hmm. So
1: you can review us. <laughs>
0: Thank you. <laughs> You've just undone all the good work. I know. No,
1: I'm telling kidding. you, I have the most to work on. Hey. Hey. We'll do it hey. together. We will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, bye, everyone. Have a great week. Uh, We're praying for you, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.